good pigmore. <laughs> Japanese, a podcast where four dudes in their 30s talk about anime. First off, he's a worthless, incompetent moron. It's Josh. What? And all this stress is not good for his skin. He's Andy. Yeah, I'm cold, and I'm and and I'm and my skin is just like it's it's dry. I don't like this weather. And our special guest couldn't care less about you. No, I don't. It's Sam. <laughs> hey! Making a return visit. I really don't. Sam's back. Yeah. Hey. Well, welcome back. Welcome. Yeah, I'm here. What? I don't care. I just have to say, thank you for the food. I'm Bill. You're welcome, Bill. That actually <laughs> is not just a line from the anime this time. Um, I brought Bill seven jars of, uh, of of pearled onions, which are pickled onions. Well, no, pearl onions are just small onions. Oh, okay, yeah, sorry. Those, those, are, those are pickled pearl okay, onions. Okay, so pickled pearl onions... That say, is, those, say that five times. Please. No, I'd rather pickle not. World on you, and uh, on you, that in itself is a whole story of how I acquired seven jars of that. But <laughs> I uh, texted Bill a picture of the said jar, and I said, "Hey, would you eat these?" And he was like, "Fuck yes!" So he now has seven, <laughs> seven jars of these things in his fridge, and I'm probably gonna get texts randomly like, "Hey, I had a whole jar of this for breakfast." Downside to them, they're stored in just vinegar. Mm-hmm. They don't have any flavor. Oh, okay. Oh. Upside. I have only one stalk of my spicy pickled asparagus left because mm. I ate all of that. <laughs> um, God. So I'll just throw them in that jar and let them soak up some of that spicy go. pickle yeah, flavor. Nice. Yeah. nice, nice. Very good. We're back with another episode, another review of Gurren Lagan, episode 10. Who is this bro? Yay! I'm excited. Yeah. Oh, I'm here. Man. Um, we have special guests, as we mentioned before. Sam yeah. is here. Uh, will you, if you've listened to all of our backlog before, you might remember Sam from two different episodes. Mm-hmm. She joined us in season one, way back when, for our first, uh, kind of a short episode, but you joined us for the first blo- ever blooper episode yeah. on our show. Mm-hmm. Um, episode 13, for when we were reviewing Excel Saga. You yeah. also joined us for... Oh, quit being salty. And uh, we, You tried to replace me with... Well, her. it didn't work. Yeah, obviously it didn't work. Like, you're like a reoccurring character on this thing, and I'm just like, yeah. special guest yeah blame bill's wife she's the one that let me in the door <sighs> yep she is way too hospitable <laughs> she did let mormons in or something once right jehovah's witnesses and mormons okay fair enough um <laughs> but uh you also were on an episode when we reviewed the transformers I the was, movie I was. which was awesome it, it was, was nice to get your take on that because you're a Loved huge it. transformers fan I, yeah um, so I've got to ask you, and mm-hmm. it's okay if this answer is no, right. I'm fine with that. Right. Um, what have you been doing with regards to anime in your life recently? Like what new shows have you watched? Uh, do you have any new anime developments? 
anything along those lines since last time. And it's been a couple years. It's been so. a couple years, yeah. Oh, God, it has been a couple years. Yeah. Well, you guys are lousy at getting guest stars on this. Like, <laughs> I understand that, like, I'm not a voice actress. So, like, seriously? We've, we've done what we can. We've, right. We've done what we None can. of us are voice actors. Don't worry about right. it. That is true. None of us in this room are. Um, so. <laughs> not professional. <laughs> I, I, say, guess, I guess Josh I have. insulted. I say, I guess I have done some work you on Shadowbane before. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's true. That's true. I mean, oh, I, I did star in that arc. You did star in that. You didn't star in that. Anyway, um, <laughs> but, but uh, but Sam you got shot. <laughs> but Sam, any any animes that you uh, have watched over the last year or so that you just either loved, hated, anything you could think of? Ah, uh, you know what? Nothing new. Honestly, I've been looking to find uh, Pet Shop of Horrors. <gasps> did they do an anime version of that? They did. Oh yeah, they did. They did. Really? Back, yeah. Back in the late nineties. Yeah, I was. I'm looking for copies of that for reasons because you up. guys do a podcast where you talk about anime, and I do a podcast where I talk about horror. Yes. So combine the two. Yes. And no more of this like guest stars. Like just be awesome. Yeah. So tell that tell our fans a little bit more about your show, the name of it, where they can uh, where they can find it, what exactly specifically you do with horror. Okay. Um, so the podcast is, and sometimes there's scotch. Um, we review originals versus remake. The reason it's called, and sometimes there's scotch, is one, we drink during it. Two, um, sometimes that's the only explanation for half the remakes that have been made, is that they were drunk and they just decided this was a good idea. Um, you can find it on Potomatic, iTunes, Buzzsprout, and SoundCloud currently. There you go. Lots of places to go pick that up and definitely go check it out. It's a good show. So... This week we're reviewing episode 10 of Gurren Lagann, but before we get there, we need either some nerd news or a topic or something to discuss for that segment. I got a little bit of both. Oh, oh boy. Oh, boy. All right, so, uh, by the time this will come out, it isn't really news, but as of right now, they just announced that they are rebooting Animaniacs. Ooh. Steven Spielberg will be back uh, being a uh, executive producer for the series. Of course, WB will be releasing it. Uh, this new series will actually air on Hulu. Oh, nice. uh, where they will also have Tiny Toon Adventures, Pinky and the Brain, and uh, the old Animaniacs episodes will also be on Hulu. They're also releasing that, yes, uh, they will bring Pinky and the Brain back on Animaniacs as well. Nice. Well, that's good. Yeah. So, the question is, though, reboots and rehashes and the whole, because this was awesome at one time, we're going to bring it back again. Reboot was a great show. Reboot was. was a fantastic show, but I'm not talking about Reboot. How did Reboot not get rebooted? Oh, don't worry. Have we made that joke? We, we have, joke. but it, but it is coming. Oh yeah, because they're doing we, Superhuman yeah. Samurai Cyber Squad and calling it reboot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I made um, myself sad. I thought Aww. I thought that's what Code Lyoko was was Why rebooted works? reboot. I don't know what that is. I remember that, but I made um, myself sad. <laughs> but it, but this is actually a perfect uh, topic because yeah. Sam, who mm-hmm. her podcast is essentially about that, talking yeah. about two different versions, the original and a remake. Yeah. So um, do we want to like, do we want to talk generally about like remakes and within? Yeah, I think I think a general discussion sounds sounds good. I mean, as much as I love the idea of Animaniacs coming back, I just I'm getting kind of tired of the remake, the rebooting or resetting everything. And I mean, especially when they when they take something and they take a really new spin on it, like. I've catched little bits of uh, Riverdale at work. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? See, now... And I'm taking that and, and you know, remaking that into something. It's, now, it's... I can't say anything about Riverdale in, as an example in particular, although I am interested in, in watching Riverdale. Just because sometimes I just need a little trashy WB, uh, CW, whatever you well, want to yeah, call it sort of thing. it's been a while since anything, like, really trashy has been on the W... Well, of interest... 
free white people with problems. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, no, things like that. That's, a, that's an interesting example of like something that it's so different from the source material. Yeah. But then you have examples of things like, you know, the recent rebooting of Power Rangers, the yeah. film, mm-hmm. which did have some obvious changes, but at the same time I felt kept the heart of the original in a lot of ways, um, as far as at least like the team composition. I liked a lot about the new Power Rangers. Yeah. Again, it's one of those things that would have benefited from being a show, because mm-hmm. they had a lot of stuff to explore, and they just didn't. Also, the Megazord was terrible. It wasn't that The Zords bad. were terrible. It was okay. Is that because too much CGI or because I don't of like the, the Baybot look of them with all the weird organic-y yeah. crud and the it's mashed together. Yeah, too much, too and, much visually to take yeah. in. You can't, you can't. I like the cleaner, you know. I just picked up the Shogun Megazord, completed it. If you listen to our Christmas episode, Andrew gave me the, the, the pink, pink one. The pink one. Well, I... I was able to find one that was missing the pink arm on eBay and got a good deal on it. So those are a great example. They're very straightforward. They're very clean. They go together interesting. They make sense. I didn't like like five piles of randomly colored goo and metal that all congeals together into a big pile of randomly colored goo and metal. Yeah, wasn't that something about about this one? It was like they had like nothing to really demonstrate how they came together. It was just very obscured. Like they the went in a, they went in a crevice in the ground and then came back out of the ground as the Megazord. And that was like something that that made Power Rangers so fun was when you saw the the Zords combine and they always had these really fun little sequences of them coming together. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but I mean, there's some element of you know going from really kind of hokey look of it, like from the original Power Rangers. I mean, it is hokey. You cannot admit oh, that I'm not it's saying not it's not hokey. hokey but so, I'm saying there's middle ground. There is. And you're right. I think they, they maybe didn't get to that yeah, proper there, middle There's ground. a somewhere sweet between hokey and techno-ugly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of techno-ugly, what about um, the Transformers reboots, the movies? Um, there have been a lot of reboots and, and stuff in the Transformers universe, but Sam, I think you can you can talk about yeah, this a little bit. you want to chime in on this yeah, one here, Sam? okay. Um, so, first one I saw, because it was live action. I mean, come on. Like, that's our mm-hmm. childhood. We can't not see the first one. Right, I know? agree. Uh, second one, I honestly can't remember why I was so gung-ho to see it. I think it was because it was a sequel, and I wanted to see if it was any better. And then third one came out, and Leonard Nimoy was voicing a Transformer, and I was like, oh! I was excited <laughs> that Devastator was in the second one. Okay. And that was also the thing that crushed my interest in the franchise. Right. So, so their version of Devastator. The next one, I think, had, like, uh, a Wahlberg in it. Like, yeah. Shia LaBeouf was no longer in it, and I was like, maybe, possibly, because mm-hmm. this is definitely going to be cheesy and hokey. The fourth one is my favorite of them, I think. Yeah. I, I, I actually kind of like that one a little bit. Well, and now this new one, like, the last the night or whatever, mm-hmm. like, the only thing, and I hate myself for it, I really do, but Anthony Hopkins is in it, and I'm just like, <laughs> I don't want to watch you, but you're in it, and I love <laughs> Hannibal Lecter, and you're so good at everything you're in, like... Anything the man's in, he's incredible. Like, he's friggin' Odin. Like, I love mm-hmm. the actor. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, bitch. <laughs> so we, we've, we've listed a lot of examples of bad reboots. And, reboots. And, and I think, you know, listening and thinking about your podcast, yeah. uh, Sam, a lot of the reboots oftentimes aren't better than the original, and oftentimes they feel like cash grabs. Yeah. Um, opportunities to take something and use nostalgia to sell basically the same thing, but something that's inferior yeah Uh, let's end this conversation with can you guys think of any examples of something where the reboot was actually really good or maybe even better than the original 
Okay. Fright Night. The original yeah. Fright Night was very B-movie, kind of just random vampire crap from the 80s. Didn't stand out. Wasn't that great. Mm-mm. Uh, the remake, they took that mythology. They built on it. And they made it very interesting. Mm-hmm. Is that the one with David Tennant? In it? Yes. Yes, it is. Yep. That one's great. I did enjoy that, that quite a bit. I'm not a Doctor Who fan at all. I like David Tennant. I like mm-hmm. him from that movie, and I like him from uh, Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones, yeah. Oh, and God, I, he was so good as Batman. If I was going to watch any Doctor Who, it would probably be that season. his season, yeah. or seasons, or whatever. Yeah. Just because, like I said, as an actor, I really like him. Yeah, he's very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got another example. Uh, the new um, Legendary Defender Voltron, as we talked about in the show. Yes, oh, absolutely. Um, as someone who loved the original, although it does not age well. It does not. Um, mm-hmm. And there's still nostalgia. I can still watch it. There's still nostalgia watching the old one. The new one does a, a really, really good job of telling a very good story. Yeah, It's straight up good sci-fi, just like mm-hmm. we said on the mm-hmm. Christmas episode. And the, that's one where they took the design... They took the hokey old way, the boxy, mm-hmm. they modernized it, they smoothed it, and it looks better than it did. Yeah, I agree. And that's kind of what I was getting at with the Megazord, you know? Yeah. The new Voltron looks better than the old Voltron. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My thoughts on, on a good reboot are Daredevil. Okay. If or, you want to call that a or, reboot. Or, yeah, or, it's, it's tough. It's, it's kind of a restart. It's, that's, that's it's kind of tougher gray. with superheroes. Yeah, right. that's kind of a gray area, but, um, but yes, the Netflix Daredevil show is worlds better than the Ben Affleck Daredevil movie. Right. Which I still kind of like. The one thing I still take away from it that I thought was interesting was how they how they uh, showed his uh, his radar sense, how that was working. I thought... Mm-hmm. Also, they... we saw it in the theater at midnight by ourselves. Like yeah, that, we were the only ones in the theater. Was great. So that may have been that, clouding my judgment, too. Yeah. To bring it back to anime, Sam, I know you're a big Sailor Moon fan. Right. Uh, did you ever watch Sailor Moon Crystal? I was watching parts of it. I haven't finished it, though. Is it because of the fact that it was not as good? Is that kind of your... Yeah, no, I just got busy. Okay. That was it. So what is your overall opinion of it, do you think? I like the animation on it. Um, mm-hmm. It reminded me a lot of the uh, comics a little bit more. Yeah, definitely. You know? Um, it was it was heavily stylized. Yeah, I loved that. It wasn't bad. I mean, it was kind of weird when you really sit down and think that the girl's legs are literally as long as the rest of their body. Right. Mm-hmm. Or more so. But yeah, it was very heavily stylized. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll see where Animaniacs leads um, with regards to that reboot. I do have a piece of nerd news that I promise will not be stale by the time this episode comes out. Okay, go for it. Something I read this morning. Yeah. The end of Game of Thrones, the last season, will only be six episodes. Yes, it will be. shit, really? Yep, six episodes. Which I think was, they already kind of alluded to it being only six, I believe, anyway. I mean, the trick there is how long are these episodes? Yeah. Yeah. We don't know if they're um, going to be like movie length or not. I've heard a rumor that they're supposed to be movie length. We won't see them until 2019. Yep. They're saying yeah, 2019. Yeah, I'd already, yeah, I'd already known that, so. Yep, you got to go a whole year yeah. without. Another Thank year. God we've got. Shameless. Not what I was thinking. I, I, was, I was thinking Walking Dead coming back in February, but um, yeah. you've got, uh, yeah, we got a little bit of lo- a little ways to wait. Yeah. I think it's about time we get into our review of episode 10 of Gurren Lagan. Who is this, bro? All right, but we do open right where the last episode ended, with Adine talking to Nia and doesn't believe that Nia is who she says she is. Did we talk in the last episode how Nia's got some weird-ass eyes? They look like little little flowers. Yeah. I was thinking like cuttlefish eyes. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that is that interesting. Is, yeah, yeah since she's a... Kind is, of a beast man? a beast man? I mean, I, I mean, she's like the daughter of a beast man. Does that make Something her like, like that, yeah. Like half-beast? One of the other things to point out is Adine's gunman. Uh, his name is Sayrun. And 
Do we want to talk about the design of Sayrune? I think Sam should talk about the design of that mech. Sam, yeah. Oh, the... are we talking about which mech are we talking about? The one that the lady was uh, the the, oh, the lady was driving. Yeah, yeah the, the moth. The very clearly like it's talking out of its vagina. Like, <laughs> I don't. And it has tit eyes. Yeah, it did. Yeah. With wings in the back, like I don't know why that's like a design, but okay. <laughs> I don't know why any of these are a design. Hmm. Adina is uh, about to kill Nia when she's, like, informed by her subordinate that, no, it's not a good idea. She goes, I don't care. But the subordinate informs her that uh, all their transmissions are being monitored for training and quality purposes. You pulling your job again? Yeah, pulling my job. Of course you are. (laughs) All right. Uh, well, well, on the on, out his job. on the deck oh, of uh, uh, while on the bridge, um, one of my one of the characters I like that shows up every now and then, um, the spastic Ottenborough starts hitting the gun, hitting the uh, buttons to fire off the guns, as he calls it, coffee break. Yeah, <laughs> hit the guns. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, sure. Leron uh, informs the poor spastic uh, gunner that that gun is currently not working. Also, Ottenborough's voice by Derek Stephen Prince. After uh, after a sh- brief exchange there, Adina decides that she's going to leave, and uh, the members of T-Dike-Gurin uh, dis- start discussing what they're going to need to do about Nia, who's obviously the princess of Lord Genome, at which point Keaton makes the statement that he's going to interrogate her, and he's going to put the screws to her. Giggity? Giggity. I think it's properly Lord King Genome. It's Spiral King Lord Genome. Spiral Genome Lord King. Spiral King Lord Genome. Spiral Lord Genome King. <laughs> anyway, to the cu- title card. Uh, Lord, who is Lord this King bro- Spiral Genome. So we cut We cut to uh, Adina getting chewed out by Lord Genome about uh, retreating, at which Adina states that Team Digurin had Nia as a hostage. And uh, Lord Genome's like, um, no, I threw her out. I don't really give a shit what happens to her. Mm-hmm. And she's like, but I didn't know. <laughs> And he kind of throws out this quote, I kind of like it, goes, you dare to use your lack of knowledge to excuse your failure? Well, okay, I don't like this whole thing, because, for one, she should have some idea he throws away all these, like, daughters and stuff, especially if there are people, like, the guy that was with her was like, that looks just like the princess. Okay, well, if they know what she looks like... Wouldn't they know? I don't know. This whole thing is just, just this. I hate this episode. This. I'm sorry, not to jump to the end, but like this is just confusing. It's just this part is confusing. Sorry. By the way, uh, Lord Genome is voiced by uh, Jameson Price. I love Jameson Price. Step, he, yeah. I mean, step one, you get a box. Step two, you put a twit in the box. <laughs> oh God. So a uh, request from Lord Genome that she gets a second chance and that she that she box. boasts that she'll wipe out Team Daiguran by the by the by sunset the next day. Step three, you open that box. So Viral shows up, starts talking to Adine, starts saying, "Hey, I want to join up with you. I want to, I want to avenge Tim Elf." And she starts just laying into him with her bulbous tail. But she pretty much tells him, "No, you're a failure. I don't want you with me. Go, go away." So we're back, back at the ranch. Uh, while having lunch, uh, Keaton inter- attempts to interrogate Nia. But her disarmingly charming and inquisitive personality wins out as she ends up asking him questions about stuff like, what's an enemy? What does it mean to beat the crap out of something? <laughs> what does a fist mean and why do you use it? And uh, and Whoa what there. does it mean to be pissed yeah. off? She's so... I love her. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I really like her. Mm-hmm. I do. But Jesus fucking Christ, use context clues. Like, <laughs> right. how could you exist this long and not know 
any of these words. What does it mean to be pissed on? <laughs> <laughs> that is a completely different anime. Yeah, yeah we are not <laughs> that involves going, tentacles. Yeah, we are not going there. Huh. Uh, but Nia does conclude after her uh, round of questions with him that Kitan is a not pissing off person. Who is sweet? I do love that line. Yeah. That is it's a like, really cute uh, line. Yeah. You are a nice pissing off person who is also sweet. And, and Kitan takes it and it's like, well, as the leader, you know, of course I've got to be sweet. And it's it, it just like he completely forget what it was he was supposed to do. Why is Kitan leader? Because he said, he, he, said was. he was. Okay. Yeah. Fair. All right. Because Simone is a whiny little bitch. Yes, and, he fucking is. You know, fucking whiny little bitch just needs to get slapped once. Keaton started out with three people following him, so that's better than anybody else. No, I guess right. I just assumed that Yoko or um, Leron would to technically take, it, take, take the lead. Well, Leron's busy fixing Daigurin right now. Yeah, Leron's not really the leader. He's head he's, of engineering. Yeah. yeah. He's but, a, speaking... They never let Jordy be captain. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Speaking of Simone, I guess what Jordy he's doing? Captain. I would too. Is he whining? He's moping in front of the inactive uh, logon. And uh, Kitan comes in and start, and convinces them that he needs to go and interrogate Nia because of their apparent bond. Simone and Nia do have a little chat on the deck of Daigurin. No, it's on the yeah. deck of Daigurin. I mean, dick boat. deck, basically what boat, I'm saying yeah. on this. But Nia does ask uh, Simone if, if uh, she hates her father. And he goes, yeah, I do. And, and, and then she goes, very innocently, do you hate me? And Simone's like, don't ask me that question. I don't know how to answer it. And I mean, it's like kind of obvious that he's got, he's conflicted in, on how to, how to respond to her right yeah, now. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, you know, it's a, it's a short little uh, vignette. And speaking of vignettes, we cut to Lee, Ron, and Rossiu working on the, uh, the, the main core of Daigurin, and they're kind of commenting on what's going on. Lee, Ron is doing a, Massive amount of butt wiggling. Butt wiggling while working on it, but but he does. <laughs> yes, yes, he is. <laughs> but like, he's doing that on purpose. Like, of course he he's is. He's, tra- just... he's trying to lure in poor Rossi. <laughs> Maybe lure in. That's, yeah, that's uh, does have kind of a bony oh, yeah. ass though. That's, that's a poor choice of words. <laughs> but or an ass actually, one. they weren't. And actually, and I do apologize. Ass one. Yeah, that too. <laughs> I do want to back it. He's up. just he's just, <laughs> he backing it up. He is backing it up. He's working and twerking. Working. Actually, they weren't talking about uh, Simon being leader. They're talking about the fact that Logon's not working. And Leron hits on the fact that it's like, well, yeah, uh, Logon doesn't want to work for someone who's kind of being suicidal right now. Hey, Josh. Yeah. Is it worth it? Let me work. Throw my thing down, flip it, and reverse it. <laughs> <laughs> we had a moment. We did. We did have a moment, and that's creepy. <laughs> my God, man, what would your husband say? Ivan, he would say, Itnye. is your flick a bit of that yet? He would. He would. <laughs> Ivan, you guys Are you speaking Neonj. Latin? No, Ivan, Itne, Neonj. No, it was during the Navy backwards, yeah, like in the Simpsons. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Ivan, yeah. Did you guys know Yvonne that, like, Etne, in that song, uh, Work It, mm-hmm. it's actually, put my thing down, flip it, and reverse it. They actually reversed it. Like, that's the weird, like... Oh, really? Yeah, dude. What? Yeah! My brain is right? blown! Oh, my God, my mind is blown! I mean, that does make no sense. You're talking about me peeking the mic right now. That's yeah. okay. I'll fix it in post. If I can fix yours, I can fix that. <laughs> <laughs> he's got this. So we cut back to, to Simone, where he's having a, a discussion about uh, Kamina to Nia. And Simone kind of explains that the reason why he fought was because Kamina motivated him and believed in him. And then Simone uh, kind of, you know, starts going on about, about Kamina more. And Nia asks who he was. <laughs> Yoko shows up and says that he's a man of, he was a man of uh, unlimited stupidity. Yeah. I like well. that. 
Yoko's trying to mask her feelings as yeah. much as possible. Simone decides, well, okay, well, Kamiya was the type of person who would motivate you to get you going. And he recounts this time that uh, back when they were back in their old village, uh, they tried to escape to the surface through uh, Simone's digging skills and that their their um, tunnel had collapsed. And the only reason why Simone and them got out alive was while he was digging, Kamina was was doing was being Kamina. Probably was monologuing about how awesome he was, and it probably and it motivated uh, Com- uh, Simone to get out of there. After that, we get shots of really stupid Simone eyes, which I am sick of seeing. It's Simone still dealing with the lack of Kamina in his life. I mean, is that a common anime shortcut? Or uh, visual cue. I've never what, seen the it eyes? before. Yeah, that eye I don't think I've ever. Yes. I don't think I've seen that. Have you ever seen in, in an anime when like the villain starts having his monologue and he has regular pupils and then they shrink down to little tiny dots because yeah, but that's but that's not, that's, 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 that's not what that's not what we have what he here. Has. He's got like boob eyes, like they're like little tits, and they're just like I don't know, they're just they're just really creepy looking. Well, they're just like colorless. Yeah, and I just don't like the two. Sir, I don't know. There's yeah. something about the eyes that just just bother me. And he was like, you don't need to be Kamina. You were being yourself when you saved me. Yeah, this is the first time that I actually liked Nia. Um, mm-hmm. I love Nia. I yeah. really do. She but this it. is this is the first time because she she literally is speaking some real sense here. Right. She's and like... this, as we talked about last episode, her goal here, her role within this seems to be to push Simone to be his own person. Right. And she does that fairly well in this scene where she's just kind of innocently saying, yeah, but... You know, he's whoever gone. this guy is, he's gone, and you're here, so you should do whatever you can do while you're here. Because Nia does point out the fact that, you know, why are you relying on someone who's gone? He's gone. Yep, that's what I'm saying. And it pisses Yoko off. I mean, yes. she loses her shit. But Yoko has a good point, too. It's not because... Yeah, just because they're gone, though, that doesn't mean that they don't exist to us anymore. Right, but that's not what she was saying. That's right. not what Nia was saying at all. No, but, so, but it, but it so did. So Yoko, Yoko took it the wrong way. Yeah, y- Yoko did take it the wrong way. Wrong way. And break card. Break card! Hey, it's the break card, and this is Andy once again. You are listening to an episode of our review of Gurren Lagan, the anime that never ends. Seriously, it feels like it's never ending. We'll get there eventually. Hope you guys are enjoying our reviews more than we're enjoying some of these episodes want to give a special thank you to Sam. Sam, our special guest, she's been on a couple of episodes in the past. She joined us to experience Gurren Lagann for the very first time. And you can listen to more of Sam on her podcast, which is And Sometimes There's Scotch. Cool name. And a podcast all about horror, which, as the person who created Shadowvane, I am all for. She reviews horror movies and their remakes and talks about which ones are the best, and why the heck that they make those remakes. So go check them out. All kinds of places. You can check them out on Podomatic, on iTunes, on Stitcher, anywhere you get podcasts, you can find her show. Speaking of podcasts, if you want to check out other podcasts, go to the Questionable Endeavor Network website, questendnetwork.com, for all kinds of great shows. We have actual plays and radio dramas and other shows about anime and video games and wrestling, all kinds of great stuff available for you, for free, on the Questionable Endeavor Network. If you want to throw some money out there, we always are looking for patrons over at patreon.com slash 
tuning Japanese. Money makes the world go round, and unfortunately, podcasting is not free, so your money can help us provide you with continual content and keeping this show going. And on top of that, you get all kinds of bonus stuff like bonus episodes, access to the previous seasons, and the ability to even choose what particular shows you want us to watch. So go check that out once again at patreon.com slash tuningjapanese. Enough from me for now. Although I'll be back in just a minute, not back on the episode, but let's get you to a quick commercial for one of the other shows on the network. And then back to our review of Gurren Lagann. Hello, Questionable Endeavor Network listener. If you're a current or former fan of wrestling, you should check out the Raw Attitude Podcast, hosted by me, retired professional wrestler Henry Hugepex, the suplex-throwing human duplex. On the show, I chronologically recap episodes of WWE Monday Night Raw from the Attitude Era, a time period where wrestling became more violent, more profane, and more sexual simply because, well, that's what we the fans demanded from the product in the late 1990s. Listen along with me as I revisit the crazy antics of The Rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Vince McMahon, The Undertaker, Mick Foley, and many more of your childhood favorites. You can subscribe to the Raw Attitude Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play, or you can listen to each new episode on the Questionable Endeavor Network website, questandnetwork.com. That's the Raw Attitude Podcast, hosted by me, Henry Hugepex, the suplex-throwing human duplex. Oh baby, I like it raw, and I know that you will too. We're back from the break card. I'll I'll have the seizure salad. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) We're back, and... uh... Digurn is attacked by a tidal wave of Adine's wetness. Is this the first time we've seen the tidal wave? Or was it one Yeah, earlier? yeah. Um, this is the first Sploosh. time that like, a really a tidal wave really hit Digurin. Like, everyone's like, the lookout's like, um, there's a wave coming at us, and everyone's like, what the fuck? No, what are you talking about? And yeah. My question, Sploosh. okay, my question is, where did all this water come from? Like, okay, maybe she can control it, but like, where's the water to begin with? I don't know why you're looking at me, man. I have no idea. <laughs> okay. I don't know what's going on. All right. Adina shows up and she's like, yeah, okay, I'm here. I'm going to wreck shit, but I want to talk to Nia first. The guys uh, at Team Digurn are like, uh, no, we shouldn't do this. They're they're discussing what's going on and, and Kita's like, we should just attack while she has this discussion. And Simo's like, that sounds like a really bad idea. At which point, you know, Kita's giving him shit because he's not the leader. Finally, Nia agrees that she'll have a conversation with Adine, and Yoko says, yeah, I'll watch your back and shoot it if I need to. Yeah, then we get, like, a really long conversation between the two. Yeah, Adine and, and uh, Nia kind of have this whole discussion about why... I would just open up with the guns on right then. Right. But the uh, but the guns, terrible. Aren't, the guns aren't why? working. Ottenborough tried to do that earlier, and the guns weren't working, so... Nia is your anime character that... I think, uh, maybe I'm wrong, because I, I haven't seen all this yet, but I feel like uh, Nia is like your Sailor Moon, where she's like, everyone has goodness in their heart, everyone can, like, like we shouldn't just... She sees a lot of positive. Yeah, like, like we, shouldn't, we shouldn't hurt people, we should try to help them. So, like, she has this conversation almost in a way to maybe try to not lead this toward death. She helped them by distracting Scorpion Lady, so they could shoot her. That is not the intent, though. With her mouth open. No, it's but not the, the guns intent. aren't working right now. Oh well, I wasn't paying that much attention. 
Yeah, I'm saying that. She's exposed, too. You could punch her. Mm, right. Yeah. But they do have a discussion. She asks, why do they kill the humans? And she's like, well, I'm ordered to. And Nia uses the, uh, well, if my father ordered you to do it, would you jump off a cliff? Uh, <laughs> argument, you know, would you, it, or her words were more along the lines of, well, if he ordered you to kill yourself, would you do it then? Yeah, exactly. Without question? <laughs> and you- she's like... Fuck you! I'm getting in here. I'm gonna kill you now. You were out drinking all of the, that night with your friends. Mm-hmm. Well, if your friends jumped off a bridge, would you too? Yeah, yeah that sort that of thing. Sort yeah. Of thing yeah, yeah. Was in the midst of their memory? of their argument, <laughs> yeah, it might have been. I don't know. <laughs> it, I am not sure. In the midst of the of this argument, they're they're ta- they're still going on about it, and uh, Adina drops the fact that Team Daguran killed Timelf, and that kind of turns around. Uh, uh, Timelf. It does turn around <laughs> Nia's uh, <laughs> opinion about. Death, because now she understands that somebody that she knows has passed away. Mm-hmm. And she even starts talking about, well, they just lost somebody they call bro, and it's hurting them very much, and I get Stop. that, and maybe we shouldn't be killing each other. Simone tries to get Digurin, or tries to get Logon working, but Logon's still not responding to him, so he decides, fuck it, I'm just gonna run in. And he does, and starts, uh, he, yeah, he does a Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> And then Team Daguron shows up with their gunmen and fight Adine. Did we talk about how Adine's mech turns into a giant scorpion? No. I think it's more of a trilobite. No, it's a scorpion. No, it's a scorpion. It's got, like, the big pincers. Yeah, yeah it's got pincers on the tail. Yeah, and but makes... trilo- trilobites did, too. No, they didn't. I have well, the a head, fossilized head. Okay, the head. No, they the definitely head. don't. I have but a the fossilized head, okay, trilobite. Okay, no, you're right no. about that, but the head, the head seems more look, of a trilobite. The, the head kind of resembles, but... Right. But then if you, again... If you take a trilobite and you put a scorpion tail and scorpion pincers on it, it's a scorpion. I mean, they're not uh, that complicated. Yeah, they're not, they're not that far off. That's true. This oper- this gives the opportunity when when uh, Simone rushes in to kind of make the save for the other members. Uh, different members of Team, Team. Daigurin to jump in, and we get a battle scene where and they basically she... drive her ass into the ground. Yeah, but, <laughs> Whoa. But, then, but then she just kicks their asses like yeah. you know. She destroys uh, Sorthi's uh, gunman and he ejects. So you know, ejects. <laughs> yeah. He liked it, did he? But she, she, but at the end, she uh, makes short short work of Team Daigurin with her whip, until finally whip Leron's able to get some wires hot wired, and he gets Daigurin running again, and literally kicks her so hard it snaps uh, the back of Serun. Enkidu shows up and uh, literally holds the foot up, and kind of tosses the entire. You're gonna have to. Myth. You're gonna. You're gonna have to be more specific. What is that? Enkidu. Yes. Enkidu is uh, and the brain. Virals. Okay. Not <laughs> not everyone. I, I, we've never established the name of that mech before. So yes, I we want... have. We've said it like in three different episodes. I don't, I don't remember think us ever so. saying We that. talked about the original one being called Enki. Okay. But... And I talked about that being like one of the Anunnaki. Right. But... Yeah, I'm just saying for, for our fans to, okay. to help them out. But I think yeah, it might be, might be the, a bad idea. I don't remember if we ever mm-hmm. established that Viral's new mech, is... the one with the boomerang mohawk sword thing. Is Enki Do? Is Enki Do? Okay. Which was the name of Gilgamesh's Beast Man um, companion, right? In hmm. the epic Gilgamesh. Nice. But he comes in, comes in with the save, um, and grabs her, and she's like, "No, we got to finish this battle." He goes, "Nope, we're going to do a tactical retreat." As he's about to escape, he sees uh, Gurren, and he makes makes a, a threat uh, to Gurren, saying, "No, we're not done. You and I, we're not done here." Smoke bomb out, and like Rasu, who's now piloting Gurren's, like, "What?" I I like how he's like, we need to make a tactical retreat. We are tactically retreating, just <laughs> yeah. to let you know. <laughs> yeah. Not very tactical. Okay. Please do not shoot us in the back as we leave. 
that we will try to do right now. <laughs> and then he throws a smoke bomb. At least. Yeah, he smokes yeah. smoke bombs and goes. Did you finish? And then, and then we we go uh, we cut back. Viral getting tail beaten by uh, by Adina again because well, she's like I can't go back to the capital now. This is bullshit. You're a failure. I hate you. Blah 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 blah. And then we cut to Nia after everyone's all happy that she's okay. She goes to visit Simone, who's uh, moping in his room. Yep. And she's like sitting he there, does. and she's sitting there once again, encouraging her that everyone's really, or encouraging him that everyone's happy that she's okay, and that she knows that he tried to save her, and that's all right, and that you know you don't have to be your bro, you can be you. And he's sitting there like, I'm upset. He's listening to My Chemical Romance. <laughs> I, I was I was thinking more uh, um, Morsi and the Smiths. Well, maybe but, you know. Yeah, I have two points here. Okay. I like that the Ninja Vanish smoke bomb was purple glitter. <laughs> that was kind of cool. That is kind of nice. And after that last sentence that Josh said, I'm starting to understand why he likes this anime. And that's it for the episode. Next episode will be Simo hands off. Hands off, indeed. Which has been his whole, I like his whole shtick this entire time. Um, just, he just, does some disturbing things with Nia. Oh my! Um, let's move away from that and uh, move into our final thoughts on the episode. Josh, your episode, so you start. For the most part, I really do enjoy the episode. Kind of gives the idea that okay, Nia doesn't have an understanding of what of like the grieving process, so she kind of makes comments that that end up pissing people off, but it ultimately. She turns around and understands what's going on, why, like, Simone is hurting, and why Yoko are hurting. And I think some of the best parts of the episode, not the uh, interaction between Nia and Simone necessarily, because Simo's still being kind of the mopey, pain in Simo. the ass. <laughs> he's being Simo. <laughs> yeah, he's not He's not completely Simone. He's Simo he's right now. Mm-hmm. He's not doing a whole lot because he's, he's still being an angsty teenager getting over the fact that his best friend died. Which sucks. It really does. And and I still one of the reasons why I like this arc is the fact that it takes a little bit for him to actually get through everything. But he's start, maybe starting to kind of see it a little bit. But it's mostly focusing on Nia getting an understanding of what's going on around her. Why everyone's hurting the way they are. And even at the end, she under, she gets an understanding of what that grieving can be like. Because she knew Tim Elf, obviously. And to be told that Tim Elf died, you even kind of hear it in the voice acting. She's like, Tim Elf is dead? I don't think it's the greatest episode, but I don't think it's a bad episode. I really enjoy it. It's good character building for Nia. I, I that's probably my favorite part of this episode is Nia and her built building of a character. Obviously, she's going to be important. I'm I'm tired of. I know that you like the you like the whole stuff with uh, Simone. I think that it is building to the next episode and does help with the payoff for the next episode a little bit, mm-hmm. but. And next, and, and then I'll tell you ahead of time. I really like the next episode. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's my favorite episode in a long while uh, from this series, and we're already kind of reaching close to the halfway point. I didn't really care much about this episode aside from some of the Nia parts, and some of the Nia parts really annoyed me. So I, you didn't like the interrogation. Come on, the interrogation was cute. Uh, nah, pass. I, What's I that fist for? You laughed a little bit. You a did. little bit, but <laughs> it's just, yeah, I don't know. It's. Definitely not one of my favorite episodes of Gurlaga. Yeah, no, this episode is bad. It was dragging and boring, and I don't like Simone, I don't like Nia. So, yeah. Okay, so so double the pain for you, then. Right. Not enough, Liron. Not enough, Yoko. Sam, this is the first time that you've ever seen Gurlaga. Yeah. Um, And we didn't even give you a background, we just threw you in. So, uh, what what are your thoughts on this episode? 
given what we've talked about and what you've seen, is it something that you would go back and watch from the beginning? I might, actually, because mm-hmm. there's so many questions that I need answered. Like, why why are they on a boat in the middle of the desert? A dick um, boat. A dick boat, yeah, in the middle of the desert. Why is the sniper wearing a bikini top and a scarf? Um, and like a weird sleeve on her arm. Like, I don't know. Like, can she not show tattoos? Is that what that is? I have no clue. What's up with this kid running around with like being sad about things? Like, I don't know what's wrong with Ash Ketchum here. (laughs) He didn't catch them all. Um, why are there half like half human, half like beast things? Like, how does a human have sex successfully with a scorpion? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I want to know. I really don't want to know. But I want to fucking know. Like, these are questions that I hope, like, the previous episodes will answer for me. And if they don't, I'm going to have to watch the entire thing. And if at the end of it, I can't figure out how that happens, I'm going to be very upset about this anime. Uh, I think that is the greatest <laughs> way we could ever end an episode. So I got nothing to say. You got nothing to I, I, I think yeah. it's time to get out of here. So, uh, Bill, if you would not mind. I don't mind. This has been Tuning Japanese, a podcast where four dudes in their 30s talk about anime. And again, thanks for the food. I'm Bill. You're you're welcome. And, you know, all the stress is murder on my skin. I'm Andy. I'm a worthless, incompetent moron. What? (laughs) He's Josh. Josh. And, yeah, I really couldn't care less about that. (laughs) (laughs) None of us. (laughs) And you are? Sam. (laughs) And we will see you next time. Well, bye. She did, I didn't. Thanks for listening to Tuning Japanese. For more information, visit our website, tuningjapanese.com, like our Facebook at facebook.com slash tuningjapanese, and follow our Twitter at tuningjapanese. You can also get a hold of the show by sending us an email at tuningjapanese at gmail.com. Please help support the show by going to iTunes and leaving a five-star rating and review. You can also go to patreon.com slash tuningjapanese to get all kinds of bonus content and help support the show monetarily. Tuning Japanese is part of the Questionable Endeavor Network. For more information on other podcasts and articles, check out questandnetwork.com. While you're there, check out other great shows like the Shadowfane Podcast, the Rundown Wrestling Podcast, Home Stars, Slasher Sanitarium, Raw Attitude Podcast, New Blood Rising, The Reanimator Podcast, Taco Tuesday Podcast, Nerd Control, and our newest show, Hairless Pretenders. Well, no problem. I'm the leader here, so it's only natural. Wow.